The old Irish priest was a dogged follower of Christ not only in his servant role, but also in his attitude. In talking to the young boy, he displayed another Christly virtue we've been discussing on and off throughout this book. A tough-minded optimism about the possibilities in the human race. One of the distressing aspects of so much current pessimism in the helping professions is its cynical and bleak view of people in general. When one is dealing with the troubled and the needy, it is easy to fall into the trap of assuming that people do not want to rise out of their misery, that they all want to be parasites. Such a suspicious, on-guard posture is simply unnecessary. Someone asked a hotel manager how many of his patrons turned out to be deadbeats. Oh, a quarter of 1%, he said. If this proportion were as much as 10%, society would be in terrible trouble. Charge accounts, installment, buying, even writing and accepting ordinary checks would be impossible. If it were 25%, society would explode. The fact is, we can trust most people. The wonderful thing about the Bible is that it does not take some Pollyanna view that everything is beautiful and that things will always turn out fine. Tragedy, suffering, and inhumanity do indeed exist, and no worldview would be accurate if it did not take into account what Melville called the blackness of things. All that notwithstanding, the Bible takes the view that men and women are God's good creation. Our self-centeredness often distorts that creation, but people had God-given dignity and goodness. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Muses of the psalmist, thou hast made him little less than God, and dost crown him with glory and honor. Someone has said that one can look at the handicapped and ask, how could God possibly allow blindness and deafness? Or one can look at Helen Keller and see her great spirit, her great love, her great accomplishment. When she was given an honorary law degree at the University of Glasgow, she said in response, It is a sign, sir, that silence and darkness need not block progress of the immortal human spirit. And one is forced to say that there must be a great God in this world to produce such greatness.